0: Hey friends, it's Market Real U Radio. Coming to you live from Studio B and OKC again. Um, I want to pick up where we left off. We're talking about vulnerability, and I I feel like the title of this series should really be I Live to Tell the Story. Because that's basically, that's really what we are doing, and that's what an overcomer does. An overcomer goes through stuff, gets healed of stuff, um, reflection, revelation. All the things necessary, but they come back with a vengeance. You know, I was reading in my notes last night before I went to bed, and I realized I had written a part of being like Jesus. I mean, people want to be like Jesus or manifest Christ or whoever, whatever you think that means to you. Um, the manifest uh, the life of Christ, to be like Jesus, let's say, is to go through trials, go through tribulations... Go even to hell, death, and the grave, but to go through things and come back in spirit and power. And that's what Jesus did. He went in at into temptation, came back in power. Um, there's just something about this divine nature, this divine walking with God in this realm that is so opposite of our natural thing. You think you'd be exhausted going through trials and stuff, but in reality, your flesh is, your mental capacity gets dis, you know, uh, lessened about your spirit comes back stronger. So we live to tell the story because he lived to tell the story and there's just something about, um, as I get older, I want to hear from people who've been through things. Um, I kind of sort of believed for a long time, maybe for the last 15 years, maybe longer, I really believe that the church glorious is going to be the imperfected perfection. Um, learning how to live in this true spirit life while yet still being flawed, but still being worked on, but still being completed in him. It's a real mystery. It's a, it takes a walk of faith to do it. You get, we get sidetracked really easily. We get uh, pulled off. The deal, but I want to talk about this vulnerability because that's the last thing Jesus did before he ascended is that he met with his disciples in a closed room for fear. His power to reveal his wounds, which is what I call vulnerability. I mean, vulnerability is a lot of things. It, it means to live in open space, to live in an open heart, to to not expect bad things to happen, anticipate. Uh, whatever happens happens but to not fear them but to to observe to live in the now moment so with that said it's easier said than done um you know uh, uh Brene Brown has been a champion for vulnerability and shame studies and she's really changed my heart and mind about a lot of things and I I've found great joy in applying my spirituality to some of the things she's learned. And it's, um, I'm going to do all things with, at all times, all times and all preparation and all gleans and all channels I can to, to come into the fullness of this knowledge. So Talk about vulnerability to me it's a lot of things and one of the main things is the ability to and that's what I guess is my strong suit and that's why I share it is I believe that um people want to touch the wounds, they wanna they find great courage and strength out of being with those who've been through things. Um and we shared last time that the the man you know, the man with the wounds is very comfortable with the man with the scars. And so I want to continue this thought about uh, vulnerability and as i um, I made a conscious choice a few years ago to observe this vulnerability to learn it to 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 understand its power and understand the uh, whatever but I believe as a spiritual practice it is very beneficial to our spiritual life it's beneficial to Uh, God doing everything that God said he's going to do on the earth and it's going to be through us, but it may not be through our, uh, may come in a different way. Uh, let's put it that way. So I go on this journey of vulnerability and here's some of the things that I learned along my way. And remember, I live to tell the story. (laughs) It's just like anything when you decide to do anything in God for God, because of God or To better yourself, you're going to be resisted naturally. Um, In my case, I usually, I usually am engaged into something, and and it's usually a bigger picture story. It really usually is. I tell the story of my life through allegories and trainings and teachings, but yet it's really, you know, you get the opportunity to live out what everybody else is living. And so, with that said, I, I really believe that people who are listening to this are being challenged to be more vulnerable, be more like Jesus and more like Christ and manifest Christ consciousness however you want to say it. It's all the same to me. <clears throat> um, so I went on this journey to be vulnerable and I made a conscious choice. I'm going to I'm going to remain open space no matter what happens. I'm going to remain in open space. And so the first thing I learned is If you choose to be vulnerable If you choose to live in an open space And you're in your community And you're with others You must be Not only vulnerable But open to Constructive criticism And that was the first thing I was in a um, And this is what usually happens Is you're challenged At your core With everything in you To not Build Like I was going through a major trial at work. And you put your own trial in there. Um, it was very stressful. It was a lot of harsh words. A lot of um, blame. Um, a lot of thrown under the bus. And I chose. At that moment I chose. I said okay God. I believe that this living in open space. Living in vulnerability is, is the pathway to my transformation even farther development of spirituality of walking in your truth i said i'm just going to remain vulnerable i'm going to own my mistakes so the part of vulnerability a very major part you know you can walk humble but vulnerable means i got to be honest about a lot of things and so the first thing i learned was you had to be open to uh constructive criticism about your work your life your it's painful because usually the person doing the constructing has as many flaws as you do and so being vulnerable is is being open to constructive criticism is a dangerous path because we don't know We know the person that is speaking and we know a million things wrong with them as well. So it's a choice you have to make. David said one day when his son was throwing rocks across the street at him, his son was throwing rocks and cursing him all along the way and wishing he was dead and all that. And his mighty men said, let's go kill him. And he said, no, I'm trying to hear what God, perhaps God may be speaking to me through this rock throwing. And that's how I try to live my life. Um, Don't always succeed. It's a it's a great challenge of mine, but I always try to observe and hear what perhaps God may be saying, even in the negativity, because um, God's in all things. And so when you have to when you when you learn to be open to constructive criticism, you're practicing vulnerability because you're saying to yourself, I'm opening myself to the observation. So what I learned is constructive criticism is nothing more than me observing my life through the lens of those around me how is my life affecting other people and am i driving away the people around me that that i want to love so much and that i want to be loved by am i pushing them away because i have walls around them and i'm speaking vulnerability but i'm really not so a part of vulnerability is learning to observe your life through others and i've I've been on that practice because i've been doing a study on how the church needs to be easier to love um (laughs) it's amazing i mean the church is of a wonderful institution it's a body it's a ministry it's a life it's alive it's wonderful um but it needs to be more easier to be loved. And I I've been practicing learning how I'm going to be more easily be loved. And part of it is this awareness and awakening to the criticism of others or the uh, trying to hear the truth in what they're saying and peeling away all the emotional content and the blame and the all those things. And it takes maturity to to observe this as a God thing, but I've chosen to because I don't know any other way to observe it other than God is in it because my path is directed and ordered by God and my steps. And so if I find myself in these steps of observation, then perhaps he's in it and I have to observe it. I can't just wall it off. And let me just say again at the beginning, there is vulnerability with boundaries let me just say that it's very important do not think do not hear what I'm not trying to say okay there is boundaries of vulnerability even Jesus said you can't cast your pearls before the swine you cannot um, live this life with everybody but it's supposed to be with your community so when I when I think about others being, I, I began to see when I chose to be vulnerable and open and honest and reflective and observant, the, first, the what the criticism of others was, was to cause me to observe my flaws. When I started looking through the lens of others, I had to observe my flaws. And there's no way you can become to an awakening of Christ and not know yourself. There is no way it's impossible. If, it, it, to know him is to know thyself To know him is to know you As a matter of fact, the more you know him The more you know you And that's just the way it is But I learned because through the life of Jesus He had many critics But his love and vulnerability Gave him power to silence his critics One of my favorite scriptures Used to be years ago It says, with my well doing I put the silence of ignorant and foolish men And I knew if I, not only just not only ignored back in the olden days, I ignored all the critics. Now I'm trying to hear if God's speaking me through them. Um, It's just it's just a different level of walk. It's it's choosing not to build up another wall just because someone had a bad day, (laughs) and I don't want to build a wall just because a group or groups or few folk or a bunch of folks don't get me anymore. I mean, I got to be, I got to be mature enough to understand that God is in us all and we're all on our path and journey. And, um, you know, you gotta, you gotta remain where you're celebrated, not tolerated, but that doesn't mean that you don't love any one other person group section any less. It just means That in my vulnerability journey, I see you. I see where you're at. That's not where I'm going. Thank you for your observation. So I won't build a wall. I'll observe. I'll acknowledge, but I choose not to acknowledge your observation, but thank you for playing and thank you for coming. And that's kind of how it works. So being vulnerable is to be not only open to others' criticisms, but being vulnerable, being open to space, being transparent is, is uh, what I learned also is that I had to be honest with myself about my strengths and weaknesses and flaws. And, um, you know, that's what good management does. Good management, um, companies hire you for your strengths, but good management they manage your weakness and they marginalize the damage that you do in your weak state they put people in your path they train you up they they correct and help and uh, put people in place to to do that and that's what good leadership does it manages your weaknesses and um you don't need management in your strengths the strengths are the obvious and so what I learned was I had to learn my strengths and weaknesses and my flaws. And my flaws were like, uh, wounds. They were like, I call them flaws or you know, we call them flaws of character, character flaws. And meaning, yeah, he's a great person, but, but you know, when he goes here, this is what happens. And he's just a total jerk or whatever. He has character flaws. He, he can't keep from putting his foot in his mouth, you know, that kind of thing. <clears throat> and so what I I look at flaws as wounds that are in process of healing, that that's all they are. They're, that person acts the way he does because of, you know, the way he was developed, the way he the way he was treated while he was in development there's a there's something that happened that created this flaw this wound this thing and and there's many people out there today that have wounds that can't that that are resistant to healing and um you know god bless them people and um but it's in the spiritual arena as well there's people who just flat they've tried everything for so long they've lost hope and faith but they keep trying and they're just no help for the wounding because they have never yet come to the vulnerable place because the vulnerable place is the place that will strip you down because when you choose to live vulnerable you have to observe your life through the lens of others and how your life affects others how it either makes them happy and joyful or how it makes them sad and irritated how it rubs them whatever it is you you have to observe it because you can't fix what you don't acknowledge you can't uh you can't you can't do anything with what you don't know and that's what the practice of vulnerability is is to help you see uh a deeper perspective of you that you've never seen before but you got to be open to it and so this our strengths are actually processes in our life that we've overcame that became our strength um our weaknesses are spaces in our our life that have yet to be come to complete healing and uh, maybe healing isn't complete or maybe it's just um a mindset thing i don't know but then there's flaws so you have strengths weaknesses and flaws and our flaws are, um, I view them as wounds in process of healing. And, you know, character flaws are wounds in process of healing. But they won't heal if someone doesn't appoint, anoint them with the healing salve, the ointment, the, the oil and the wine, the love and the truth, the grace and the peace. Um, that's why a community is so important for healing and, 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 and taking our flaws and creating strengths out of them. The word flaw means a shortcoming, a blemish, a limitation, a weakness in character, um, something that re- reduces effectiveness. So that's what I want to talk about today is our flaws. It's it's um, when you walk vulnerable, you're going to see them. Um, when you choose to be vulnerable, you're going to see them. You know, you're just you're just going to see him. You're going to have an inner dialogue with you and God, and you're going to observe your life through the life of others. And if you want to be easier to love, you're going to have to be more honest about your process and your walk. And um, and I have great faith and great hope. And even in the midst of my flaws, I know that I am the beloved of God. So I don't spin out of control. I just thank him for the observation. And asking for the grace to help in time and need. And he's the one that's going to help me with this. I can't fix. I just can't. I'm not the healer. You understand? But I'm walking with the healer. And I'm, I'm observing doctor's orders. And when I know I have to say, yes, that's me, I have to say, yes, that's me. And I know that when I have to set a boundary, I have to say, that's a boundary for me. I can't say or speak nothing to it. And so Jesus he revealed his wounds, and he silenced the fear in their hearts and enlarged their hearts so big to, to the true dimension of spirituality and the life of the church. Um, it was a vulnerable moment. He did reveal his wounds. He did reveal the, the pain and what he had just went through three days prior for the, the beating and the, all those things he had went through to get to that place, and yet he had the power without vindication and without judgment to reveal the wounds and that's to me that's vulnerability when you let when you let the wounds when you when you let when you reveal yourself in such a way not only to others but to yourself and you have to do it to yourself first you have to be you have to be in process of healing you have to be fully aware of who I'm not that's what I call awakening the first step of awakening is to become fully aware of who of I'm not. I don't Even John said, Beloved, now we are the sons of God, and we don't even know what we shall be. I mean, we'd be foolish to think that we all know what that looks like. But he even said, We don't know what we shall be, but when he comes, we'll see him. We'll be like him as he is when he comes. All we know is we're going to be like I don't can't tell you what it's like, but we're going to be like that. So I have a great hope of that. But at the same time, In the early stages of awakening, I awaken to truth and sin not, awaken to Christ and sin not. But what happens is I have to know, I become acutely aware of who I am not. That is how my story started. I became acutely aware of who I am not. So remember folks, vulnerability, part of it, is the power to, to reduce fear. It's the power to silence fear the power to infuse and give hope beyond any other it's the power that jesus chose to reveal and build the church on when he left i also want to reveal to you that 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 you know part of vulnerability is being open and honest being transparent being those things so we'll pick it up again next time until next time god bless